Okay, we're learning Daf Chav Ches. The Gemara says, "Amar Rabba." Last two words on Chavzayin Beis. Amar Rabba. Shemem says, "Ki of a person who heard part of the shofar when he was inside the pit." So we we know in the in the when a person's inside the pit, there's a problem of hearing um, hearing an echo. When you hear it, you're hearing it together with the echo. So at that point, he's not Yotze when he's in the middle of the pit, when he's inside the pit. But then what happens? It makes us Kiyal bar. The other part of years when he's on the edge of the pit. So it's the same. It's the same sound, but what happens is it sounds like the person the person who's blowing moved. So since the person blowing moves, so now um, now he's being able to hear it without without the echo. So part the first part he heard about he heard the sound from someone who was blowing inside of it. So he was he was hearing an echo. Now the the, the second part of the sound he hears it um, without the echo. So he's yotze. That's the point. The point of yotze is that even though he didn't hear the whole tekiah well directly, but since he heard part of the tekiah without the echo, he's fine. In contrast, let's say somebody started blowing the shofar. This is a funny case. Right before dawn breaks. Okay, so right before the tail end of the night, someone starts blowing the shofar. And then it continues. Part of the tekiah continues after, after dawn starts. In that case, he's not yotze. So in this case, what's happening? The person's blowing the shofar. When it starts, he's starting at it that's too early, premature, before dawn breaks. But it's continuing after the time that, that one is chayev. He's continuing to the day. So then you're not yotze. So what's going on here? Why in the second case are you not yotze? Again, the second case is somebody blows right at the end of the night. He starts before he's chayev. And then, but the maisa, the tekiah continued after the dawn broke. And now it's already the daytime. Why are you saying you're not yotze? It must be that there's a yisoid here. The principle is that you have to hear the entire blast has to be done at the time that you're chayav, and you don't have that. Meaning, it's not enough that the beginning was done that way. You need, you need, you need the whole thing to be done that way. And if the beginning was done that way, well, the beginning was. It's not enough that the end was done at the, during the day. You need the beginning as well to be done during the day. You need the whole shofar blast to be blown during the day. So Achanami in the first case being a cool I should need that you you heard the whole first, the, the whole blast. So what's going on if the first blast you heard with the echo, and that's why you're not being yotze? The begin in both cases, the beginning of the blast you're not being yotze with. In the, in the second case, you're not being yotze with the beginning of the blast because it's before day, and that's why we're saying you're not yotze, even though you hear the end of the blast during day. So the Gemara is saying so too in the first case. If I heard the beginning of the blast with an echo and the end of the blast without the echo, how could I be yotze jaws from the end of the blast? That's the question of the Gemara. So basically, we have two cases. The first case is that you're hearing the beginning of the blast with an echo, the end of the blast without the echo. There we said you are yotze. But in a case where you hear the beginning of the blast before day, daybreak and this, at the end of the blast after daybreak, I'm sorry. Yeah, whatever we said, you are Yosef. But if you hear part of the tekiah before, before, before daybreak and then, and then the second part of the tekiah after daybreak, we're saying you're not Yosef. And the Gemara is struggling to understand what is the difference between the, the two halachas. So the Gemara says, Haki hashtra, what's the comparison? Hasam in the second case, Laila loves It's not just that this particular tekiah blast you're not being Yosef with. You're not doing it in the right time. If anyone anywhere would blow at this time, they wouldn't be Yosef. The point is the etzim zman is excluded from the mitzvah. You're blowing at night. So therefore, you're not Yosef. Say even if the tekiah blast continues into the day, but the issue in the beginning that he was he, when he was hearing it inside the pit, so the tekiah that was being blown in a pit. So the, what was the problem that he particularly was hearing an echo because at that point he was standing outside the pit. So the point is, it's not that the tekiah is not a tekiah blow. It's just that the way you were positioned in the beginning of the blow was in a way that you heard the echo. Okay, so it's a tequila blast. Everything's fine. Just your, it's coming to your particular ears with an echo because of where you're standing and where the tequila is coming from. But if you would move, it wouldn't be that way. So as long as I ended up hearing that, the tequila I am, you would say. So the Gemara is saying super lumdashazach. 
Really, you don't have to hear the whole tequila blast. No such thing. But I have to hear a whole te- a tequila blast from beginning until end that was in that it has a shame of being a tequila blast. You don't have to hear the whole tequila blast. But the the whole blast has to be a tequila blast. So in a case where somebody started in, in the end of the night and the tequila continued into the day, you're not Yotze. Why? Because there, the beginning of the tequila blast is not a tequila blast. It can't be Yotze anybody. It's not being done in the time that you could be Yotze. Masha'ingen, in the second case, where you're, where, where it's just in the beginning of the blast, it's coming to your particular ears with an echo, and then in the middle of the blast it stops and it's not with an echo, that's fine. Because Lamaisa, the whole thing was a tequila blast, and I heard enough, I heard a part of the chauffeur. So you don't have to hear the whole tequila blast, Lamaisa. But the whole tequila blast has to be a tequila blast. That's the said. If you do it before nightfall, then what would be the... Ah, oh, what would be? Very interesting. Based on where we are now, I would say you're, it's no good because the end of the blast, the end of the blast wasn't a blast. Says the Gemara, the name of the Sovereign Rabbi, the light said, what are we coming out? It sounds like Rabbi, as long as the whole blast is a blast, right? It's done during the right time frame. Even if part of it was with an echo and part of it wasn't, I'm good, right? So what does he hold? He holds hearing part is enough. I'm a melo the other way as well. Right here, they'd say the beginning without the end. I'd be yotze. As long as the whole blast is a blast, you don't have to hear the entire part of it. That's Lamaisa, what we're saying. We see that from the case where you where it started off, I heard part of it that was being blown inside a pit, and the other part I hear when it's outside the pit, so meaning that I'm good. So, Sakta Gemara Tashma, what do we see? The Mishnah said, and this might sound familiar from yesterday's Gemara Tashma, talk about Yishon, someone blew the first tekiah regularly. Remember, you blow tekiah to root tekiah. So, somebody blew a tekiah regularly, but then when he goes to make the second tekiah to close, he, he made the second tequila so long that it was equal to the length of two tequila. So he blew like a tequila de gadola, okay? It only counts for one, meaning it can't be the end tequila and then the first tequila of the next set. So if you could be Yotze by only hearing part of the blast, then the extension of the blast should, should be the beginning of the next tequila. We consider like two different tequilas. If Islam, if you say that you have to hear the whole blast, then it's good. Then that's why it's only one. But if you don't have to hear the whole blast, so why don't we say that if a person blew a very long tequila, so then it should count as two. So the Gemara answers, We don't split up two tequila. We don't split up a tequila into two. Meaning there's two different questions. Our question is, are you Yotze from a partial tequila? That we're saying, yeah, you could be Yotze from a partial but if there's one big sound and I heard it, there's no way to say it. I heard two different tequillas. That's a different point. So I can't say I heard two different tequillas. Says the Gemara Someone blew into the pit, the, into the cistern or a big barrel. If he was able to hear directly the shofar without the echo, but if he heard it with the echo, he's not Yotze. So the Gemara assumes in the Mitzias that when you blow into the pit, you don't hear, the echo doesn't come right away. The echo only comes after it hits off the walls and bounces back. So if I'm I, why are we saying you're not Yotze? You should be Yotze with the beginning of the blast before the echo comes. And then the Gemara is adamant, and we saw this exact same argument yesterday, that the echo doesn't come right away. So if it says that if someone's blowing into the pit, he's not Yotze, you know what we see? We see that you have to hear the whole blast. There's no way around that, because if for sure you heard part of a partial tequila before the echo came. And so if it says that if you blow and you're hearing the echo, you're not Yotze, we see from here, you have to hear the whole blast. So once we see that, so now we have to go back to the case that we started with. We, we, we have to like kind of reject the premise. The premise that we were working with is that you could be Yotze with a partial tequila. As long as the whole thing is a shofar blast, you only have to hear part of it. The Gemara's coming out, that's 100% wrong. You have to hear the whole shofar blast. So what did Rabbah start off saying? Rabbah started off saying someone or part of it inside the pit and the other pit and the other, bla- the other part of it was outside the pit, he's Yotze. Presumably he meant to say that the echo went away in the middle. So how could it be Yotze? What's Pshat? So the Gemara says, no, you come Rabbah, it's okay, but Ola You know what Rabbah was talking about? 
Rabbi is talking about someone who's blowing for himself, and in the middle of his blow, he came out of the pit. Meaning, initially, we thought that there's someone blowing and there's someone listening, right? So we thought that the, 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 the listener is standing in the, in the same place the whole time, just the blower is moving in the middle. So that what's going on is that the listener is only hearing part of it without an echo. Now the Gemara is saying, no, 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 there's Reuven blowing the shofar just for Reuven. The case was that Reuven's blowing and he started off in the pit. So in the beginning, for Reuven, he's hearing it without an echo because he's blowing for himself in the pit. And then in the middle, he didn't stop the tzkiah. In the middle, while the tzkiah is coming out, he climbs out of the pit. And then he's hearing the rest of it without an echo outside the pit. So the Maisa, he heard the whole thing without the echo. Part of it was inside the pit, part of it was outside the pit. If it would be a case of someone listening from the outside, so part of it, the beginning would hear with an echo, without an echo, and then the end with it. The beginning would be with an echo, the end without an echo, that wouldn't be good. You have to hear the whole tequila blast. Rabbi only meant to say that if the person himself transitioned, he was blowing in the pit, and then he left and he sent it out of the pit, he'd be yotzeh. But the part is, he heard the whole tequila blast, without, he heard the whole thing without an echo. The obvious question, that's not a novelty. Meaning it's a weird case where a guy switched from in the pit to out of the pit in the middle of the tekiah, but he heard the whole tekiah and the whole thing was without an echo to his ear. So what, what's a, what, why is it even a novelty? You would say one time, maybe he would come to lift his head out of the pit. But the shofar might still be in the pit. Maybe, in other words, maybe his ears out of the pit, but the shofar is still in the pit. And it would end up that there would be an echo. So you can't be guaranteed that as long as, you know, the Pasha says you have a guarantee. As long as you're the one holding the shofar, either you're inside or you're outside. But either way, there won't be an echo. We're not, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not concerned for that unlikely possibility of his ear being outside, but the shofar is still stuck inside. So as long as he's the one who's blowing and he's switching from inside the pit to outside the pit, he's good. We'll assume he heard the whole shofar blast. But a vada, a person has to hear the whole shofar blast. That's what you say that the Gemara is coming out with. So it's an interesting contrast. If you Rabbah said, I'll tell you a difference. There's a difference between someone who started blowing the, the shofar right at the end of the night. The beginning of the shofar was at the end of the night and the end of the shofar blast was during the day. He's not, you would say, why? Because you have to hear the whole, the whole blast in, in Echiv and you don't have that. It's different from a case where a guy blew part of it in the pit and part of it outside the pit. Lamaisa, that case, you're hearing the whole shofar blast. Good. That's the of what we're coming out. It's a funny contrast a little bit. It really is. But the of that's what we're saying, that the case with the pit, it's the person himself who's blowing, who's switching in the middle, and he heard the whole thing without the echo. Okay, very good. Now we move on to a new topic. What's the new topic here? Just one, one important principle you have to remember. Mitzvah, Baba you're not Yotze. What does that mean? That when you do a mitzvah, through an Avira, you're not Yotze, the classic example, when uh, stolen Lulav, you're not Yotze. So let's see the Gemara. Let's say a person has a carbon, so the animal is, is hectic, right? And it's an Ola carbon. So you're not allowed to, to take the, the chauffeur off, off the, the horn off, off of it, off the animal, and blow it. You can't do such a thing. Why? Because what's going on? It was consecrated while it was alive. So what's going on is that the horn, the horn here has some, has some kedusha to it. It's not the try you use it in Navoda, but it's part of the animal, which is kadosh. So therefore, the, the horn is part of the, the we'll call it the, the treasury of Hashem. So that when, you, when you're going and blowing with it, you're doing the wrong thing. You're, you're taking something that's for Hashem. However, if you, do, if you did blow with it, yadza. If you did blow with it, lamaisa, you yodza. So we have to see why. How could that be? And we'll have to see. Isn't that a mitzvah of here? So let's see. With a shofar of a shlamim, you shouldn't blow him. And if you blow, you're not yotze. So we're saying the distinction between a carbon ola and a carbon shlamim. What's an ola? Ola is kachim kachim. A shlamim is kachim kalim. So, so, so let's just know one, important, one very important thing. By kachim kalim, there's no me'ila unless after the zrika, the imurim, the parts that go on the mezbeach, have me'ila. 
But on uh, Ola, the whole carbon has Me'ila. What is Me'ila? Me'ila is the unique thing. Not only does it belong to the treasury of Hashem, and you're not supposed to use it, that applies to all Kabbalahs, but there's something specific that's something called Katshe Hashem, something that's going to go on the Mizbeah, something that's like an entity that is called Kulo Katshe Hashem. So that entity has Me'ila. Me'ila means that if you do benefit from it wrongly, a bunch of things happen. First of all, you have, there's a penalty you have to pay, there's a carbon you have to do, you have to, you have to pay, and in addition to it, um, uh, the, the halacha is that the animal loses its kedusha. The item of hektish loses its kedusha. So that doesn't apply to all hektish. It only applies to kotche Hashem. So the Gemara explains, so my time, Ola bas me'ila, Ola is subject to me'ila. Ola, it's kotche Hashem. So keeping the malba, once I blew the horn, once I blew the horn, I took I know I wrongly benefited. So now that me'ila happens, nafkalo l'chulin. So, so since it has me'ila, what happens is, is the severity ends up making a leniency. Because it has me'ila, once I benefit, so the horn now be, loses its kedusha. That's the halacha. When you're moil on something, when there's a parsha of me'ila, loses a kedusha. So therefore, it loses a kedusha. So you could be yotzi with it. Mashengin shlam labani me'ila. Shlamim doesn't have me'ila. Shlamim's not kachi Hashem. Shlamim's just randomly. Uh, it, it's holy, right? It's, it's going to be a carbon for sure. It has it has kedusha to it, but it doesn't. It's not subject to me'ila. To be subject to me'ila, you have to be called kachi Hashem. Shlamim's not like that. Yisur the rach of law. It's just a random iser. Kachim kam have a random iser to benefit. It's not unclear in the Rishonim a whole discussion. What exactly is the iser without me'ila? What exactly is the iser to benefit from that? But Definitely is an iser. So there's an iser. It doesn't go lechulin. So basically, we're saying like this: if it's not going to be yotze lachulin and you blow with it, you're not going to be yotze. That's a classic mitzvah bavaver because it's not yotze. The mitzvah comes bavaver. If it's an ola, if it's an ola, it's kachi Hashem. If it's kachi Hashem, it has meila. So that means when I blow it, now it's yotze lachulin. If once I blow it, it's yotze lachulin. So it's not a mitzvah bavavera because the mitzvah is being done once it's already the meila is already gone. There's no more. There's no more avera in front of me. It's already at this point not a holy thing. But the Gemara says, time wise, that doesn't make sense. When does the Me'ila come? The boss of the Taka, after you blow. Because what's the Me'ila? The Me'ila is that you're benefiting. So when are you benefiting? You're only benefiting when, once the mitzvah is complete. If the mitzvah is not done, there's no benefit. So you're benefiting by doing the mitzvah. So therefore, the Me'ila is only going to come after you blew. But Kika Taka, while you were blowing, you were blowing in a state of Isser. So meaning it's also a mitzvah of Bavavera. The fact that after you're done with the mitzvah, the mi'ilah is done and now will be yotze lachulin, that doesn't help explain why you're yotze at the time that you blew. At the time that you blew, you were blowing something that was very much subject to the isra at that moment. It wasn't, it wasn't at that point unconsecrated. When you were blowing, it was still consecrated. After I blow and I would be yotze and there was hanah, then maybe it would be yotze lachulin. That might be true. We could accept that. But we want to determine, are you yotze? We have to figure out, is there a mitzvah of Avera? Certainly an Avera. Because at the time that you're blowing, it is hakdish. So you're not yotze from either one. Both of them are mitzvah above avirs. Because in both cases, at the time that you're blowing, um, you're getting at the time that, that you're blowing, it's 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 a hakdish thing, and you're not allowed to benefit from hakdish. Okay, so that's where we're coming out. By the carbon ola and the carbon shlam, if you take the horn and you blow it, you're not yotze, it's a mitzvah baba there. Frakti gemara, hadam, I'm sorry, gemara's not asking, Rava's just changing his view. Hadam, Rav, then Rava said, a very interesting principle, both in, in both cases, you're yotze. You're yotze in both cases. Why? Mitzvahs Mitzvahs are not considered taking hana. You're not allowed to take hana from, from Hektish, right? When you perform a mitzvah, you're not taking hana. You're doing a mitzvah, meaning... Yes, it's good for you that you fulfill the mitzvah. There's no question. God wants you to do a mitzvah. But the act of fulfilling a mitzvah is not an act of deriving pleasure. That's not what it is. It's not a pleasurable activity. The point of a mitzvah is to do what God said. It's a very interesting idea. Like Rashi here, the point of a mitzvah is to leave all Yisrael, to yoke on the Jewish people. That's what we have to do a mitzvah. It's not an act of deriving pleasure. So there's no me'ilah that happens. So there's no me'ilah that happens at all. And you're not benefiting wrongly at all. So therefore, what? Well, it comes out that you're going to be yotzi. It's not really a mitzvah, but there.
It's not really a mitzvah above there. So you're going to be yotzi. Mitzvah is lavli honest in you. So mitzvah is lavli honest in you. It's not a direct benefit. So neither case is a mitzvah above there. So why shouldn't you do it lechatchila? It's interesting, right? If we're saying taka mitzvah is lavli honest in you, and that's why yotzi is not a mitzvah above there, so why can't I do it lechatchila? Let's see, we showed him struggle a little bit with that. It's still inappropriate, disrespectful maybe. But at the end of the day, I'm not benefiting from something holy. There's no benefit. I'm not deriving pleasure. It's an indirect benefit that now I don't have to do anything, but it's not an act of deriving pleasure. Says the Gemara, Amar Rav Yehuda, similar thing. Let's say I have a shofar, which was used for Avodazar. So what's the halacha? You shouldn't blow. Why? It's repulsive. It's disgusting. That's the type of shofar you're going to use for the Abishta. But if you did blow Yotzeh, you're Yotzeh. Why? It should be Mitzvah Baba You're not allowed to get Hanah from Avodazar entities. The answer is the same thing. Mitzvah Slavli Hanus Ninu. So if Mitzvah Slavli Hanus Ninu, this big Yisoy that you're not deriving pleasure by taking, by being Yotzeh Mitzvah with something that's not a Mitzvah Baba In contrast, the shofar Shalini Da'achahas, if you have a shofar that comes from a city where everybody did Avodazar, you shouldn't blow them, you're not Yotzeh. Why? Irani Da'achahas has a very unique halacha that all the property in the city has to be destroyed. So my time, since the din is everything has to be destroyed, so then the shofar, it's as if it has no size. Why? Because it's only to be destroyed. Anything that's only to be destroyed is as if it has no significance in its shear. So a shofar, we learned yesterday, has a shear, right? It has to be a little bit more than a tafach. So you can't say that the shofar has a significance of a shear if it's supposed to be destroyed. So if it's done, that it's also rahana, we don't have a problem with that. Mitzvah Slav didn't know. It's not a problem. But if you have an issue with the fact that, the, 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 that it's got only to be destroyed, it's from an irani dachas, then it's no good. Fascinating case. Someone has a neder that he can't get any benefit from his friend. Yeah? In a neder, he's not going to get any benefit from his friend. Moto is called Tkiyosh Mitzvah. The person could be his Baltokeh. Why? Because he's not getting pleasure. I'm not going to get any, derive any benefit from my friend. Very good. Okay, that's my friend. I won't get any benefit from. So, you know, I won't eat by his house. But, but there's no problem for him to blow the chauffeur. He's not giving me benefit there. A mother, I know me chauffeur. If somebody has, it, it says, it says a vow, I'm not going to get any hanaf from this chauffeur. Must go to the mitzvah again. Somebody, you could use that chauffeur for the mitzvah. Why? It's So we're just seeing a bunch of applications. Someone who has, has a vow that he's not going to get benefit from his friend. That person can sprinkle the chatas water, right? The, from the paraduma, you can sprinkle the water on him during the rainy season. Meaning, there's two points here. If you're Tame, you need somebody to sprinkle the water on you to become tar. So the Shailas is, is he giving you pleasure when he sprinkles the water. So in the, ra- in the rainy season, the only pleasure would be the fact that you're doing the mitzvah, right? And that's, we're saying this is a lot of so it's not a problem. But in the summer, it's a problem. Why? Because there, there's another pleasure. Besides for the fact that you're doing the mitzvah, during the summer, you also have the pleasure, it's cooling you down. So that's awesome. If you can't get enough from the guy sprinkling it, then it's a problem. You're getting cooled down. Similarly, I'm other mind. Somebody who says, I'm not going to get any hanaf from a particular spring. Tovo is from mitzvah. You can go to the mikvah there during the rainy season because the only hanaf going is the mitzvah. And that's not a problem because mitzvah is lovely hanaf. He can't go there during the summer because he's going to get other type of hanaf. Zokti Gemara, this is a very famous sugi here. Shochulei lavu de Shmuel. They sent to Shmuel's father the following in. Somebody was forced to eat matzah. He's still yotze. Zokti Gemara, kafuman. Who's forcing him to eat? Ilim shade. A demon compels him, meaning the person is somewhat insane. And unfortunately, he, the demons control his mind. So what happens? The case is that, 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 that he, ate the, he ate matzah when he was controlled by the demons. And that he was potter from the mitzvah at that time. And now he get, regains his sanity. And the shail is, he have to eat matzah again. And, Rav, and, and the halacha that Shmuel would be saying is that he's Yotzeh. 
Why? Because Lamaisa ye matzah. Even though he ate it at the time that he was deranged, he would still be Gemara, That's not true. Fatanya says in the price, How do we deal with a person who sometimes is sane and sometimes is deranged? Kishu when he's saying he's he's treated like he's totally competent. Kishota when he's deranged or he's considered totally deranged. So what does that mean? It comes out that this person who ate the matzah while he was while the demons controlled him in that moment he had a halacha of a shota. In that moment he had a halacha of a shota. He was exempt from doing the mitzvah. State don gemara. This is a very very principle, big principle that Chronim love. State don gemara that someone who performs a mitzvah at a time when they're pot. It's posh that they're not Yotze. That's what you see in the Gemara. The Gemara says, Ad Kama, that he would be considered a Shota in that moment, then obviously he can't be Yotze. That's exactly the Gemara's question. Even though he performed the act of the mitzvah, but a mitzvah action that's performed when you're Potter, there's no way you're Yotze from that. So what's the case? So Amar Avashi, what happened was the, the Gentiles basically forced you to do it. So what does that mean? They, they, you weren't intending for the mitzvah. That's the point. The Goyim came over to you for whatever reason, they're forcing you to eat, and you're not thinking about the mitzvah. You know you're eating matzah, right? You're aware you're eating matzah, but you're not trying to do the mitzvah. You're not thinking about the mitzvah. You're not, you're not, you're not, you're not negative about the mitzvah. Just, that's not your intent. It's not what you're thinking. You're not thinking you're trying to fulfill the mitzvah. You're doing it just because these crazy people, these, these Gentiles, you are forcing you to eat it. So the chiddush is that mitzvahs don't need kavana. You're yotze even though you're not intending to do the mitzvah. Amar Rabbah Zosam Maris, we learn from here. It's okay, Lashir, someone who blows the shofar on Rosh Hashanah just for the purpose to play a song. Meaning, it's just for his amusement. He's not trying to fulfill the mitzvah. Yotze, he's still yotze because mitzvahs don't need kavana to be yotze. In fact, that's the same thing. You're right. Yeah, obviously. If we say you're yotze when in, in the matzah case, so too in the shofar case. In the case of matzah, it's physical sensations. Hashem says eat, and you're eating. So eating is something where it's connecting to your body. Body, there's a physicality involved. So there, mitzvah sa'in tzrichos kavana. Avalhacha zechon tzrura. Vayimus asak ba'alma. By shofar, the Torah says zechon tzrura. And here, without kavana, maybe you're not yotzei the mitzvah. Kamash malon. Therefore, Rava tells us that no, they are the same. And even by shofar, you're yotzei. There's no difference between a physical action that your body consumes, you're eating, where you're obviously a heightened awareness, or whether you're just blowing something. In both cases, you're yotzei the mitzvah, even without kavana. That's what we see. Rava holds. Mitzvahs don't need kavana. Again, what does it mean? Mitzvahs don't need kavana. It means that someone who does the action of a mitzvah without intent that he's going to fulfill the mitzvah with it. He's not thinking about fulfilling the mitzvah of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he's still Yodzeh. It's up, it's this man Kriyashma. Somebody's reading the Torah. It's done. It's preparing leaning. It happens to be that it comes time to read the Shema. And he's reading it. He read it. So if he did, if he had kavana yotze, he's yotze. In life, he didn't kavana lo yotze. He's not. He doesn't have. He's not yotze. So what does it mean? He had kavana. My life kivin libo lotze. It means he had kavana to fulfill the obligation. So we see that in order to fulfill the mitzvah of shema, you have to have kavana that you want to be yotze. It's not enough that you read the shema. You have to have kavana that you want to be yotze the mitzvah of the shema. So tomorrow lo likros. It just means that he has to he has to intend to read the words. So tomorrow. Of course he's reading it. It says he's reading. What does that mean, intent to read the words? He's really reading it just to find any mistakes. So you might not actually pronounce the words correctly. That's the point. Unless you have kavana to really read, you might not pronounce the words. And if you don't pronounce the words correctly, for sure, you're not Yotzeh. So when it says in Kivin Libo, it doesn't mean you're having kavana to be Yotzeh the mitzvah. It just means that you don't need. It just means you have to have kavana to read properly. If you're just, you know, maybe looking over the words, you're not going to be Yotzeh. Zagti Gemara, now we understand why we're learning this. We got into this really from our Mishnah. Tashema. Someone's passing behind the shul of some of the basic His house is near the shofar. Shamakot shofar, it's Rosh Hashanah, and here's the shofar. Okol Megillah, or it's Perm, and here's the Megillah. If he, if he has Kavana Yotzev, so what is it saying? It means if he had in mind to be Yotzev. 
So we see mitzvah srikha's kavana. So the Gemara, lol, lishma. It just means he has to have kavana to hear. So the Gemara, what does that mean? Lishma, you have to ask kavana to hear Hashama. He is hearing. So the Gemara, sabar chamar ba'ama. We're talking about someone who, who thinks that he might be hearing the braying of a donkey. So the Gemara is saying a really important thing. Even if mitzvah's ain't srikha's kavana, you have to know that you're doing the action of the mitzvah. Meaning you don't have to have kavana to be yotze, but you have to be aware that it is that mitzvah. So meaning if I think I hear a donkey sound and it really was the shofar, I'm not yotze. If I know I heard the shofar song, I'm aware. I'm, I'm, I'm hearing, I hear the shofar of Adah, but I'm not thinking about doing a mitzvah. That's where you're yotze. So the mission was saying, libo means libo if he realizes that he's hearing the shofar. If you, if you know you're hearing the shofar, you're good. To exclude the case where you think you're hearing the donkey. Yeah. Right, no, at the time, if you thought it was a donkey, you found afterwards a chauffeur, it's no good. But I'm saying, if, if you hear it, right, you're walking, and you stop in your tracks. If you were misatic in the beginning, in the end, you knew it was a chauffeur, you mean? Yeah, but I'm saying you walk and you hear it, then you stop your walking. In the middle of the chauffeur, you know what I'm saying? Like, you have to have kavana from the very beginning of the blast. The Gemara is coming out, you don't need kavana to have the mitzvah, you have to just have to be aware that it's chauffeur. So you mean, what would happen if I only realized it's a chauffeur in the middle? Could be it's a problem, could be it's a problem, basement. All right, let's go. We ask on Rabba from the Bryce and his comments. If the listener had kavana, but the one blowing did not have kavana, the one blowing, um, the one the one making the blast had kavana, but the listener did not. In both cases, lo We need both the listener to have kavana and the one blowing to have kavana. So what does that mean? The idea that the, the blower had intent, but the listener did not have intent, that's not a caution, Rabbi, because like we said, it just means he has to be aware that he's hearing the shofar, and he can't think that he's hearing a donkey. That part, we understand. What's the case that the listener had das, but the, the blower didn't have das? What, what, what does that mean? What's, what's the case that the blower didn't have das? Clearly it means that he didn't have das to do the mitzvah. Meaning if you're blowing the shofar, you know you're blowing the shofar. You can't say you have to have das that you're blowing the shofar when you're blowing it. Obviously what it means is that you have to have das to be yoytze the mitzvah. Meaning if the one blowing was blowing for his own amusement, he's trying to play a song, and then he blew the shofar, and the person listening, her, he was had das to be yoytze, we're saying he wouldn't be yoytze. Right? What's, what's the aside? The aside is because mitzvah srikha's kavana must be, and that you have to hear the sound from someone who's doing the mitzvah. So the person who wasn't doing it with intent to be, to, to, to be to the mitzvah isn't doing the mitzvah. So we see the mitzvah srikha's kavana. So the Gemara says, no, really, the person blowing doesn't have in mind, doesn't have to have in mind that he's doing the mitzvah. But the cases where he was making random barks with the chauffeur, meaning he was just trying to like fiddle around with it. He wasn't trying to make the right sounds. Like he was just trying to make a bark with it. And the Maisa, a tekiya came out, a trua came out. There it wouldn't be yotze. Why? Because there it's not he's not trying to be yotze the mitzvah. He's not trying to do the action of the mitzvah either. That's Hakon Mizasik. So in that case, that for sure you're not yotze. So all we meant is you have to have kavana. The blower had to have kavana that he was going to blow the shofar. But as long as the one blowing had kavana that he was blowing the shofar with the right sound, then he's yotze even though he's not having intent. So I can't emphasize this enough. There's two discussions. We have a, have a Shailah, do the, do the people doing the mitzvah have to have in mind that they're fulfilling the mitzvah? That's Rava's Chiddush, that they don't. Mitzvah saying Zerichos Kavana. But even Rava agrees that a Mesasik is not Yotze. If you're preoccupied with what it is that you're doing, and you're not having Das to do the mitzvah activity, then you're not Yotze. So if you don't, you're not, you're, not, you're not sure that you're hearing the sound of a shofar, you're not trying to blow the sound of the sounds correctly, in those cases, even Rava would agree you're not Yotze. Rava's only saying you're Yotze in, in situations where you're having the right 
you're aware of that the mitzvah activity is happening with your actions. It's simply that you're not channeling your thought as I want to do this for a mitzvah. All right. Now we get into a Gishmaka point. The Torah says, Baal Tosif. There's an Isser to add on to a mitzvah. So how are you over on Baal Tosif? So here's the Gemara. Someone slept in the sukkah on the eighth night of sukkah's yilkeh. You should get lashes for Baal Tosif. So what's going on? If you say, this is where the heavy lambdas kicks in. If you say, that means that something is not a maizah mitzvah. Something is not a mitzvah activity. Possibly not a mitzvah activity unless you're doing it to fulfill a mitzvah. So the only way you'd be over on Baltosif ever, how do I add on to a mitzvah? It would be if I do more to a mitzvah with the intent that I should do this for the mitzvah. Then that would be Baltosif. But if I stom randomly sleep in the sukkah on the eighth night because it's a nice night outside, then I wouldn't be over, right? Because I didn't do a mitzvah activity. If mitzvah srichos kavana, that's not a mitzvah activity. But if Rava's right and mitzvahs ain't srichos kavana, that means it's a mitzvah activity ba'etzem. Sleeping in a sukkah is ba'etzem a mitzvah activity. Even if I don't do it with das to be yotze, it is a mitzvah activity. So then if I sleep on the eighth night, I'm doing baltosif. That's the Gemara's question. If Rav is right, then everyone should be over on baltosif if they sleep in the sukkah on the eighth night. And maybe, yeah, who said not, right? So it's an interesting thing. How does the Gemara know that, that the, din is, the din is that it's okay to ask the question, right? It's an interesting point. But the Gemara assumes for sure it's not a problem. So the Gemara says, why not? There's a new yesod for baltosif. You're only over on baltosif in the time frame of the mitzvah. During the time frame of the mitzvah, you can't add. But once the time frame for the mitzvah is gone, that's not called the adding to the mitzvah. So, is that true? The Kohen goes up to the Dukhin to say, How do I know he shouldn't add? The Torah gave me permission to bench Kalaisos. How do I know he shouldn't add another bracha? There's an Israel Baltos. If the Kohen can't add a bracha. In this case, once the Kohen already said the brachos, the Zman is over. Once he finished Berchas Kohen, the Zman of the mitzvah is over. If he would go add another one, if he would add a fourth bracha, he's over. So I see that there is baltosif even out of the time frame of the mitzvah. Says the Gemara, we're talking about that the Kohen hadn't yet finished his brachos, meaning he's adding the extra one before he finishes the regular ones. So the Gemara, the Bryce said he finished them. It just means that he finished one of them. It says in another Bryce that he finished all of the brachos that he was supposed to say, and still he's not allowed to add another one of his own. So we see that there's baltosif even after this man of a mitzvah. So the Gemara says, no, 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 no. Shani Acha is different by the Kohen. Let's say he would pass by another shul. And they needed a coin for Berkat's Kohenim. He could do the mitzvah again, right? When, there's no din that once you do it once a day, you're it, you're done for the day. If, it, if there was another Tibor who needed the coin for Berkat's Kohenim, he could do it again. So that means that the whole day is the Zman. It's not shot the Zman and the mitzvah is over once you finish Berkat's Kohenim. The whole day is Ba'atzim the Zman. So if he would add after his brachos, it would still be within the time frame of the mitzvah. So really, Baltosif is only in the time frame of the mitzvah, and that's why you're allowed to sleep in the sukkah on the eighth night. There's no problem with the coin, Baltosif, in that case. Because it's still this man of the mitzvah. And how do I know that even though you're done with this mitzvah, but since theoretically it could come again, it's still considered the time frame of the mitzvah. Now we look at a mishnah, an amazing case here. I didn't blood that requires one, one application on the mitzvah. It gets mixed up with karbana, from blood with other karbanas that also require one blood application on the mitzvah. So it's no big deal. They both require one blood application. So you take from the blood and you apply one blood application for both. That's a 
suffices for both carbonos. Let's say blood that requires four blood applications gets mixed up with a different blood that also requires four blood applications. Also not a big deal. You apply four blood applications, and even though it's a mix of two carbonos, that's fine, because they both have the same din. But what about blood that requires four blood applications gets mixed up with blood that requires only one blood application. Here, what are you going to do? Whatever you do is wrong. If you only do one, then you're subtracting from a mitzvah. Right, because there's blood in there that requires four blood applications. If you do four, then you're adding to a mitzvah because there's blood in there which requires um, one blood application. So, Rabbi Lazar, you should apply from the mix of the blood four. Rabbi Yeshua, you should only apply one. So, Rabbi Lazar, are you over Baltigra? It's Baltigra. You're subtracting because there's blood in there that requires four. Rabbi Yeshua, are you over Baltosif? Yeah, but you're also doing Baltosif because there's blood in there that only requires one. So, whatever you do, you're doing the wrong things. It's not Baltosif because here it's mixed with the other blood. So, I'm only doing the extra ones because I'm trying to satisfy the need of the one that needs four. So, if I would take blood that only needs one and stomp put four, that would be Baltosif. But here that it's mixed together with the other blood, it's not so. Bad. So I'm Rabbi Yeshua. I could say the same thing with the subtracting. Maybe it's only called subtracting when it's by itself. But here that it's mixed with the blood that only needs one, so that's not called subtracting. So oh, and furthermore, I'm Rabbi Yeshua. Kisha lona If you make the decision only to do one and not apply more, maybe it's true that you did baltigra. You didn't do it with a maisa. The inactivity of not applying the extra three is baltigra. So you're doing an avera, but passively. But Kishanasata, if you go and apply for a Valdavaltos, if you're doing Valtos, if he's a Misa, you're doing it actively. So better to do a sin passively than to do a sin actively. All right. This is a whole hack they're having, a fascinating dispute when the four gets mixed up with the one. If you should apply one, if you should apply four. But one thing that we see is that you're applying. That if after you apply one, if you continue and apply three more, you're being over on Baltosif, there's potentially that issue because of the blood that only needs one. So, once I made one blood application from the carbon Bahar that only needs one, overlays money. The etzim, the one that needs one, its time is over once one was applied. And yet there's a Baltosif issue to apply three more. Why is it Baltosif issue? Once I did one, the zman of the mitzvah should end for the one that requires one. Must be since if another carbon would come their way to the Kohanim, they would sprinkle again, even though it would be a different carbon. But since if another carbon that requires one blood would come the Kohanim's way, they would do it again. So we say the whole day is the Zman of the mitzvah. So we see that, 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 that this argument that even though this particular carbon is finished now, but since it's still the Kohanim, they're still on duty for further carbonos during the day, it's still considered the Zman of the mitzvah, and that's why there was a Baltosa says the Gemara so that's a proof that's not a proof it could just be that he disagrees with the whole Yisoyed we're saying we're defending a Yisoyed that there's only Baltosif in the time frame I we are the Kasha from Berkaz Kohanim so we're saying this whole Yisoyed that it's still the time frame of the Mitzvah if another Tibor would come around you can't prove that from here maybe Rabbi Yeshua just holds that you have Baltosif even out of the time frame so the Gemara says this is what we're saying why did he leave this Mishnah and ask on Rafa from the Brides he should have asked from the Mishnah Meaning, when Rava said you only have Baltosif in the time frame of the mitzvah, he was attacked. What was he attacked from? The price of Biberkas Kohanim. 
Why was he attacked from the Brisa and not from this Mishnah? This is a Mishnah, this case of Bukhar. He should have been asked from the Mishnah. Why didn't we ask from the Mishnah? We see that even after the, the carbon Bukhar is done, there's still Baltosif. Why didn't you ask from the Mishnah? It must be because since if another carbon would come away and the Kohanim would have to do it again, so the whole day is considered like it's still the Zman of the Mitzvah. So if that's the reason you're not asking from the Mishnah, so Brisa Nami, even in the case of the Brisa with Berkas Kohanim, since if another Tzibor would come his way, again, so it's still the, the whole day is considered to be the Zman. So basically, we're asking a Kasha on Rav Shaman Bar Abba. If he's going to ask a Kasha on Rava from the Brisa by Berkas Kohanim, so then he should have asked from the Mishnah. It's always better to ask from a Mishnah than a Brisa. So why would you ask in the Berkas Kohanim case and not ask from the, from the Mishnah case? Elamai, you know the aside that it's called the Zman of the Mitzvah, even though this carbon is done, because if another carbon would come, the Kohanim would do it. So then you could say the same thing about Berkas Kohanim. Even though the Kohen finished blessing, blessing this Tibor, but if another Tibor would need him, he would do it. So then it's still the Zman. So why did he ask from the Berkas Kohanim case and not from the Mishnah case? So the Gemara defends him. By the Kohanim, if another carbon comes their way, they have to do it. Meaning they're on duty. It's their chiyuv. So if it, therefore it's still this man in the midst of the whole day. It's, nece- it's out of necessity. The whole day, any more kabbalists that come, they have to deal with. But once the Kohen blesses the tzibor, if he's walking by, you know, and another tzibor needs him, he doesn't have a chiyuv to do it. If he wants to, he could, but he doesn't have a chiyuv. Fascinating halach. If he wants to bless another tzibor that needs, he could, but he doesn't have a chiyav to do so. So there, that Rav Shaman thought that it's not the zman of the mitzvah. The fact that he could do the mitzvah again isn't called the zman of the mitzvah. If you have to do it, like the kohanim who are on duty to bring all the karbonos that people bring, that's called that the zman of the mitzvah continues. That's why he didn't ask from the cave in the Mishnah with Bukhar. He was aware that that's still called the zman of the mitzvah. But in the case of Berkas Kohenim, he didn't think that's called the zman of the mitzvah. Why? Because he, if another tzibur needs it, he doesn't have to do it. If he wants, he could bench them again and it will be Berkas Kohenim, but he doesn't have to do it. And the Maisa, the Gemara responded to him, no, it's still called the zman of the mitzvah because if he would do it, he could do the mitzvah again. So therefore, it's still called the zman of the mitzvah and that's why there's Baltosif. So what are we coming out? We're coming out that Rava is saying mitzvahs ain't Srikas Kavada. That's the huge side of Rava. We have a kasha on Rava. If you write Rava, so then it should be over. It should be forbidden to sleep in the sukkah on the eighth night. Ras Rava's response, a huge yisoy. There's only Baltosif in the Zman of the Mitzvah. That's the answer. Says the Gemara, Rava Amar, let me clarify something to you. Lot says lo kavana. Even though we say to fulfill a mitzvah, you don't need kavana. Lavar. But to, but to be over on Baltosif by kavana, you, you need kavana. So now Rava's switching. Rava's saying like this. I'm going to answer the whole question differently. Until now, you thought if mitzvahs ain't srichos kavana, so then you're over on Baltosif also without kavana. So Rava, no. To be yoytze the mitzvah, you're yoytze the mitzvah, even without das, you be yoytze the mitzvah. But to be over on Baltosif, to be over on Baltosif, it's only when you're trying to do the mitzvah that you're over. That's that's the point that Rav is making. So, so then it's never a question about sleeping in the sukkah on the eighth night. As long as you're not having das to, to, to be yoyed to the mitzvah, it wouldn't be a problem. That's not true. The case of the four and the, the, the blood of the four and the blood of the one that got mixed up. We said there was a baltosa predicament. Why is there a baltosa predicament? Is the person adding them with das to add it to the mitzvah? He's only making four blood application because there is blood that's mixed in that needs four. But he's not trying to add to the mitzvah of the carbon that requires one. So we see that there's baltosa even without you trying to go ahead and, and add it to the mitzvah. So actually the opposite. We see that Baltosif does not require Das to add it to the mitzvah. 
So Elamarava, Latzeis, Lobai Kavana. To be Yote Mitzvah, you don't need Kavana the way I said. Lavor, when it comes to Baltosif, this is what it depends. Bismano, Lobai Kavana. If it's the Zmano, the Mitzvah doesn't require Kavana. Shalobismano, Bai Kavana. Not during the time it requires Kavana. So what we're tweaking is one point. Before we were saying if it's not the Zmano, the Mitzvah, you can never be over on Baltosif. Now we're tweaking that if it's not the Zmano, the Mitzvah, there's going to be Baltosif if you have Das to add it to the Mitzvah. So what are we coming out? On the eighth night of Sukkot, what's the halacha? On the eighth night of Sukkot, if somebody sleeps there, if they're sleeping there, it does to, be, to, 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 to add to the mitzvah, there would be baltosif. But if they're sleeping there without das to, to, to add to the mitzvah, then there would not be baltosif. That's the maskana of the Gemara, and we're coming out as well, that to be yoyed to the mitzvah, mitzvah's in Sri Chuzkavah.